Hello everyone, Michael Gormley here, and we are so excited to share this short course on the Saints, the Communion of Saints, and everything that goes into celebrating our wonderful June 13th feast day of St. Anthony of Padua together as a community. So first we talked about the Communion of Saints, the what and the why behind it. Then we talked about relics, right? What they are, why we venerate them, where they come from, biblically speaking, and in the history of the church. Now today I wanna to talk about the veneration of saints and relics in one particular form, which is the Novena. Novenas are very simple to understand, and I wanna give you a little bit of the historical background of why they're important, where they come from, and then we'll just go from there and prepare as a community for the wonderful feast day of St. Anthony by praying a Novena to St. Anthony of Padua. It's gonna be awesome. So what is a Novena? Simply put, it's a nine days of prayer, nine days of consecutive prayer. Now, some people think that by praying for the same thing for nine days straight, we might be vainly repetitious. Jesus warns about in the Sermon on the Mount, don't pray vain repetitions like the pagans do. Well, as Catholics, we aren't praying vain repetitions. This is what we would call a prayer of perseverance. Jesus tells the story of the importunate widow who constantly harasses a judge to get a right verdict over and over again. And Jesus says, basically, it's because of her stubbornness that her prayers are answered, right? And he's using this to talk about the kingdom of heaven. How much more so do we have confidence in the father who loves us? And he's not an angry judge who doesn't care about God or man. He is a faithful father and a just judge who is always ready to respond and to hear us. But God is not an uncle who's out to spoil you. He's a father who's here to raise you into the full man or woman that you are called to be in Christ Jesus. So he does not act at our beck and call. We need to understand that whenever it comes to prayer, even prayers where we are begging heaven over and over for something, that God is God. We're not here to usurp his role or authority. We're not here to steal his honor and glory. All we are here to do is to have our human hearts beat in union with the sacred heart. And one way we do that is through a prayer of perseverance. When we come to God in prayer, in a novena type prayer, is we are humbling ourselves before him, we are persisting in our intention, but we are always open to the divine will and our union with God. So I would just say, before we ever engage in nine consecutive days of prayer, we first need to say, am I approaching my heavenly father with love and humility? So when we approach a novena, the goal is I'm getting my way no matter what, I'm gonna force God's hand, that's silliness. What we're trying to do is get in union with God. And we do this through what Christ has invited us to, which is this mode of persistent prayer. So where do we get the nine number? Why is that important? Well, the most obvious is the nine days between the Feast of the Ascension and the Feast of Pentecost. You know, back in the day when Ascension was on a Thursday, uh, the idea of those nine days, the apostles were in the upper room with the Blessed Mother and the Holy Women, and they were praying, waiting for the Holy Spirit. That's the model from which the novena comes. So what we do is we wait, right? Wait upon the Lord and he will grant you the desires of your heart, the Psalms say. And so a novena is not just a prayer of perseverance, it's also a prayer of joyful expectation. I am waiting upon the Lord. I am putting it in the Lord's place for him to act in his sovereign will. That's what the apostles were doing with the holy women in the upper room. They were waiting for the outpouring of the Holy Spirit, the promise of the Father on Pentecost. And those were nine days. 
And those nine days became the measure of popular novenas that would grow up down through church history. It also goes even further back to the ninth hour. Many Jews of Jesus's day had set hours of their prayerful devotion. And in fact, Jesus Christ died on the cross at the ninth hour of prayer. And scripture records that he died when the prayer of the ninth hour began. In fact, Cornelius, uh, the first Gentile to become Christian, was praying this very same ninth hour of prayer as a Gentile when he had a vision of St. Peter coming and baptizing and bringing in the first non-Jew into Christianity. And so from these two traditions cropped up a whole series of devotions. First, the, the devotion to the Holy Spirit, the nine-day novena there between Ascension and Pentecost, the whole church prays that together. But a whole bunch of local, regional, um, individual devotions began springing up with the novenas. So that you now have a, a huge form of novenas, such as the famous 52-day novena. Now it's broken out from the nine-day. 52-day novena where you pray for 26 days for an intention, and then you pray in Thanksgiving for 26 days for however God answers that prayer. So novenas have taken on kind of a life of their own depending on local custom, who and what they're being offered for. So they become a very diverse thing. But many, many devotions in the church have a set form of prayers that guide our hearts and minds deeper into the mystery of Christ through these novenas. We are gonna pray a nine day novena starting on Saturday, June 5th as a community, going all the way to June 13th to the feast day of St. Anthony's. We're gonna pray the traditional novena of St. Anthony so that we can follow St. Anthony's example and imitating him, we imitate Jesus Christ. That's the whole point of the communion of saints, people. We are imitating those who have gone before us so that we can more perfectly follow Jesus Christ, the Son of God, the creator and redeemer of the whole world. So brothers and sisters, join us this June 5th to June 13th as we pray the novena of St. Anthony's, honoring our patron, St. Anthony of Padua, and together, on June 13th, we're gonna pray the prayer here in the church while we venerate his relic. It's gonna be a beautiful time of celebrating our feast day, celebrating our patron saint, and reminding us that we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses. May God bless you all, and I'll see you here on June 13th. St. Anthony of Padua, pray for us.